Welcome back, everybody, to another fun-filled episode of the We Are Adult Show, brought to you by Hoppyhead Productions. I'm your host, Sean, and across the sunny plains, Danny. How are you doing out there, man? Oh, man. So we're going back to the Stone Age of Beginnings, our recordings, right? Yes. You know, we had this discussion before. My, I have ancient, an ancient router by that. I mean, it's like four years old. <laughs> Um, but I told my wife, I was like, Hey, just turn off the Wi-Fi on your phone. Right. I went upstairs before we started recording. Mm-hmm. And so then she turned off her phone. Like she closed her, put her, closed her phone. And I'm like, I'm like, what are you doing? And she's like, you said, stay off the Wi-Fi." And I said, no, turn off the Wi-Fi on your phone. And she's like, um, okay. And she's like, will I be able to still go on the internet and stuff? <laughs> and I'm like, that's, that's why we pay for cell phone service. Yes. And then the next question was, no. is. How come when we go to like conventions and stuff, the phone doesn't work? And I'm like, that's because we're usually, you know, either in the, the middle of a brick building or there's like a thousand people also there on their phones. Yes. And she's like, oh, I'm sorry if these are stupid questions. I just didn't know. And I'm like, come on, man, this is like basic. Okay. And then I realize, <laughs> right. And then I realized that these are the people that are like voting for people that make decisions on technology. Uh, oh, geez. Like when they had the, the 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 hearings with the robot that is Mark Zuckerberg, and they're asking him questions about like googling things on Facebook. <laughs> Can I use your office to Google? Uh, yeah, where else would you do it? You're right. <laughs> <laughs> For those oh, that man. don't understand the reference, somebody thought googling yourself meant jerking off. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, some people are that narcissistic. <laughs> I'm gonna Google myself and then t- and then touch myself inappropriately to pictures of myself. <laughs> oh man, uh, good times. Yes, yes. So I get to Go deal on. with having to wait. You know, an indeterminate amount of time for somebody to come and uh, replace my Wi-Fi router. Probably mm-hmm. just switch services in general. So it's like we'll show up sometime between Monday and Friday, between eight a.m. and eight p.m. Just make sure you're home and not in the bathroom at any time, because even if you're just going pee and we knock, uh, we're not going to wait long enough for anyone to answer. Monday through Friday. That seems. How are you just supposed to take a week of vacation to wait for the Verizon guy? I don't know. That's just, you know, I'm just being facetious, but you know, yes. whenever you have anything delivered or are waiting for service, they're just like, we'll, we'll be there when we're there. But can you narrow it down? It's like, well, no, but you better be home. Mm. No, no. We'll, it, it, just have to see how, uh, they're, how the installer's feeling. Maybe he's not into it today. Yeah. He, he might be, he might be in a, a sad mood. <laughs> Man, so uh, what are you drinking today, Sean? Um, so from the uh, delivery service of my Faja. <laughs> Fajor? Fajor, Fajor. <laughs> uh, Weldworks Brewing Cherry Pie Sour Ale. Ale, sour ale with cherries, vanilla, Milk sugar, graham cracker, and natural plus artificial flavors. So. Oh man, I'm lucky that uh, a couple of places around here, including you know La Bodega, gets that uh, as part of the distribution network. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, they, I will say, they, I mean, they use a lot of milk sugar for their, uh, their sours. So, smelling it, it, you just get strong, strong notes of just sweet cherries. Like, that's, that's your smell right there. Maybe a hint of vanilla. But it's just like, you just, it smells like cherry pie, basically. So that we should have had like a little pause with uh, some warrant playing there, <laughs> or I could sing it for you. Put a smile on your face, ten miles wide. Looks so good, make a grown man cry. Sweet cherry pie. <laughs> um, it's got a good, uh, good sour puckerness to it. Nothing crazy, uh, but definitely good. And it's just, you're overwhelmed with cherry flavor. Just like that tart, sugary cherry just punching your tongue. Just like, we're here to party. So, it's, I would not, I would say this is probably one of their less sweet um, sour ales. I, I don't know if it's just the t between the tartness of the cherries and the sourness of the beer that's just balancing the the sugars um to keep it much more easier to drink um but it's definitely much more balanced than some of their other beers um do you get any of the vanilla or the like um the cobbler stuff like the cinnamon mm, i think it's i think it's in there but yeah i can't point it like out because it tastes like it definitely has like cherry and other like sensations going on but it's not like over it's not like you could taste it from like a pie perspective though like you know it's in there and it's messing with you but i can't get like strong notes of it okay so, yeah, i wonder if it's just if it's because it's like um not super fresh but i remember when i had it usually with their cobbler well is it part of their cobbler series or is it just it doesn't say anything about the cobbler series. Okay, that's why then. Because they did have the cobbler, cherry cobbler, and then they had like the blueberry one. It's usually with the cobbler series. They, uh, uh, you can taste the, the cobblerness of it, the cinnamon and mm -hmm. brown sugar and stuff. More, more. But I guess I assumed that you were drinking one of the cobbler series because that's, I know they had a cherry one. Yeah. I just made an ass out of you and Uma Thurman. <laughs> uh, but like I said, it's it is good, and it's definitely not as sweet as some of their other ones. I feel like sometimes I'm just drinking liquid sugar with some of their with some of these sours that they do. <laughs> I'm purposely trying to give myself a cavity, right? Or the diabetes? <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. So this one is much much tamer and much easier to drink and if you do like if you are a big cherry fan you will probably super love this because it is very cherry forward like i said like the the tartness and the sourness balance the sugar and the sour is not like overwhelming at all in the beer like it just it kind of just adds to it okay and I'm probably, I wonder if they use the milk sugar to kind of um, um, help add like that artificial, like not artificial in a fake way, but just 
force sweetness to cover up for the tartness of the cherries. Mm-hmm. I would think that's so. Us- that's usually why people do such things. <laughs> so, what about you? What are you doing to drink away your IT sor- sorrows? So, I am drinking a... It's called Toffee Talk by Imprint Beer Company out of Hatfield, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a ESB with toffee. It is under, it is part of their, I guess, original recipe series. It's nitrogen infused, so I have mm-hmm. to uh, pour. I had to pour it hard, mm-hmm. so hard. Yeah, pour it hard. Pour me hard, Daddy. But I'm <laughs> saying, as you're as you're talking about that needs to be beer, on the I was, shirt, or uh, <laughs> if it's not already, pour me hard, Daddy. Write that down. Write that down. Duly noted. <laughs> oh, man. But as you were talking about your uh, your beer, I was like studying the can, the label on the can, trying mm-hmm. to find out as much information as I could. Mm-hmm. But there is a notable absence of ABV on here. Mm. Suspicious. So it's like... Um, I thought that I thought that was like they had to, um, as part of like the the government uh, agency that agrees that approves uh, um, can labels or beer uh, alcohol labels. I thought they had to uh, um, have the ABV on here, but I guess not. Mm-hmm. So according to Untapped, it is a five point eight ABV percent. And their uh, their 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 description of the beer is: We love ESBs. We have a reputation for pastrifying beers. So, for our final release of 2021, why not try some pastry ESBs? This one is pure crunchy toffee bark English style. We'll be selling these as four packs. Also, mix blah blah. So, yes, five point eight percent, and I they also don't have the can on date. Well, they have something printed, but it's illegible. Mm-hmm. So I'm. I didn't know when it was printed. So Spears, what? At least six months old. Still younger, younger than the one I had last week, where it was over a year old. <laughs> um, the toffee's not as present as I would have hoped, but they're definitely um get some as it's been setting down out, warming up for the last, you know, twenty thirty minutes. I'm drinking that nice but warm it's, beer. It's not warm, but it's definitely, you know, British style room room temp ish. <laughs> but yeah, man, like the nitro just makes it, you know, super easy to drink. That it's got that nice creamy mouthfeel. Yeah. As uh the kids like to say. <laughs> it's got a I mean it definitely has a like a auburnish toffee color, so uh, it's a very enjoyable beer. There's nothing there's no nothing um off-putting about the flavors there's no off flavors um and it's not as sweet as i was it could have been it almost could be a little bit more sweet with being toffee Mm -hmm. um have you ever had like a score candy bar and i know there's another one that's like the same thing but just called something different where it's just basically uh they just dip like hard toffee in chocolate Mm, i think i think i've had it before it's pretty good i do enjoy it yeah i was I was hoping it would taste something like that, but it's not quite that uh, toffee-ish. 
Have you seen that? Um, I don't know if it was just a meme or if it was like based on like a pre- like something people had heard. But have you seen the Snickers bar photoshopped without the dick vein of chocolate on top? No. As people call it. He's <laughs> <laughs> wrong with people. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's it's people. It's the internet, man. Sometimes. Sometimes they're the best, but oftentimes they're the worst. <laughs> they should be ashamed of themselves. Oh, man. So, <laughs> exactly. So, Sean, if, you're, uh, if your dreams are to get married by an Elvis impersonator in Vegas, mm-hmm. you might, uh, might want to, your, your uh, options are, might, are going to be uh, limited soon. Oh, I don't want to hear that. What's yeah, that? so apparently... Apparently, the company that owns the rights to many celebrities, including Elvis and like Hendrix and stuff, it's like as people die, I guess they go to the estate sales and they're like, "Ooh, this is the toilet that Elvis died on. Ooh, this is Elvis's likeness for mm-hmm. a, for eternity. I'm going to pick that up as well." Mm-hmm. So I guess they send out a, a C and D letter to every single um, wedding chapel on the strip that does. Uh, um, Elvis weddings, like who can can they do that? Is like, well, they own the rights to his likeness, and so if there's people out there making money off of um, his his, you know, by looking dressing up like Elvis and doing wedding ceremonies, and the company that owns the rights isn't getting a cut, then yes, they have every right to do that. Mm. I'm gonna make sure that if people are using my likeness for weddings, that I get a cut. Well, you better you better copyright your likeness. That that doesn't even make any sense. <laughs> Which it'd be hard for you because I go I go a lot of places and just see generic white dude with beard and glasses, and I'm like, wow, that guy looks like Sean. <laughs> I see you in a lot of maybe I just miss you, Sean, but maybe. I see you in a lot of places. Maybe. I'm like that guy, and I put I you know point my Jody. I'm like that guy looks like he could be like for a second, like that guy looked like Sean, and it's like. She's like, oh, another white dude with a beard and glasses, huh? <laughs> <sighs> so so maybe all white people do kind of look alike. Uh, maybe. I believe that. But of course, you know, the chapels are like, you know, COVID hurt us and we're finally getting our stride. And the company that owns the likeness are like, hey, they, we're not saying they can't do it. We just, you know, think we should be getting our cut. And I'm thinking it's, Probably because the people that buy like Elvis shit mm-hmm. are all dying, so they're probably not making as much cash off of people buying Elvis yeah. velvet Elvis posters and shit. That is that is true. Like nobody's uh, calling at one in the morning to buy the full Elvis collection off the one eight hundred number. Yes, the Danbury mint plates that are uh, limited edition, and by limited they mean we'll just make however many we order for the next. We'll we'll keep the order the option to order open for a month and however many orders we get, that's how many we make. It could be one, it could be 1 million, but <laughs> it's limited. Yes. Oh, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's like they, but the thing is though, is I'm surprised they let them go continue this long because, you know, as people have learned from like other lawsuits, like companies like Disney or stone, where if they don't protect their trademark, then they're, then other people can be like, well, how come we can't use it, but those people can, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So I know. And uh, so, you know, speaking of stone, I, 
real quick. Um, they uh, ended up getting sued by another brewery after they shortly after they won their lawsuit by from Keystone because apparently they uh, they uh, came out with a new packaging for their juicy their hazy IPA that they said they would never make, and on it they said keep it juicy had written on the can and there was another brewer. It's like, Hey, we put, we've been putting keep it juicy on our stuff forever. And so they filed a lawsuit and the lawsuit was kind of settled out of court. Like more like, Hey, uh, we're not the only two companies that have uh, keep it juicy on our hazies or on our beers in general. So, um, there's like the, where, I, where I was reading the story from, they mentioned like five other like breweries that had keep it juicy on things. Yeah. So they're like, Oh, but the funny thing is this stone, in their account when they got the lawsuit and their, their, their argument against the lawsuit is like, people just can't trademark words. Like you can't just trademark juicy. Like everyone, it's just a word. <laughs> oh my God. Full circle. <laughs> exactly. It's the twilight zone. <laughs> we're, we're the victims here, your honor. These monsters are just trying to randomly trademark random words. You can't do that. That's not fair. Am I wrong? No, it's those damn kids. It's, it's the people that are like suing us that are wrong. Only, only <laughs> trademarks for me, but not for the. Yes. Oh, man. So AEW, All Elite Wrestling, finally made their uh, visit to the West Coast. Like, you know, even pre-pandemic, they just basically kind of were like working their way back east, kind of trucking along the East Coast. Um and making, and then during the pandemic, they basically just went back and forth between Florida and Texas because those were the only two states where they could, you know, have a free will to do whatever they wanted. We don't you believe know, no in masks. COVID. Yeah, no masks. Pack the arenas. You know, just shoot people in the face if they if they if you feel threatened. If they like look at you weird, you can. I felt threatened, Your Honor. He was coming right for me. So <laughs> this last week, they did their Wednesday show at the Forum. You know, and then this on the Friday night show they did at the uh, Toyota Arena in Ontario, where the Ontario Rain play. Um, so I was able to go to the uh, Toyota one, the Ontario one, because uh, a buddy of mine, I don't know if he's still current, but at some point was friend of the show, Mr. Chavo. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess his sister decided she'd rather go see a concert that night instead, so I took her place. Hmm. And uh, so we knew we were getting the the live show, the Friday night live show, which is about an hour. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, it is an hour. And then they were saying that we we're going to get one of their. They usually they do uh, so they have their Wednesday night show and the Friday night show, but then they do a Tuesday Thursday YouTube show. Mm-hmm. That's like a YouTube exclusive. Yeah. And so um, they they were gonna film one, and so we're there, and then they come out, and like the ring announcer was talking, and just kind of warming up the crowd, and he said that they were gonna do a sh- uh, a dark before uh, the YouTube show is called uh, AEW Dark, so they're gonna do a dark before and a dark after, so we were there basically for like four hours, four four and a half hours Damn. of time, and then it wasn't all time of wrestling, so like after they did the dark, they had like about a half an hour or so where they uh, um kind of had to clean up the ring and uh, reset it up take off like all the branding for dark and keep up the normal Thursday, you know, Friday night TNT stuff. And then afterwards they had to pause again and re put everything back up again. Um, the show was considered a sellout, but there was like a couple seats. There was seats empty around and the, 
my buddy was saying that the four seats in front of us, he was kind of looking at this like the day before, a couple of days before or whatever to see if it had sold out. He said the seats in front of us, there were four seats in front of us that were being sold by a reseller and they wanted like $275 a piece for the seats in front of us. Jesus. And so I guess he sold two of them because either somebody got free upgrades and just, you know, decided to come sit in those seats <laughs> or two of them were bought because like a dad and his, either dad and kid or brother and younger brother, super young, like younger brother showed up and like late. But then as soon as like the Friday night show uh, ended, everyone pretty much started bailing before the dark. And so they, you know, uh, they have some, you know, one of the complaints about AEW is they have too many people for their shows. So they do two hours on Wednesday and an hour on Friday. And a lot of bigger names only show up on the YouTube, which part of it's like, well, yeah, there's nothing really going on with them main story wise. And also they got to, I guess, motivate people to watch the YouTube shows. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, that's, that's just a shit ton of wrestling. So you got at least that's three, that's at least five hours of wrestling every week. If you just watch AEW. Yeah, that seems like a lot to commit to. Um, Don't they know but man, the like I... anime to watch? Exactly. Or jobs <laughs> to go to. <laughs> they don't pay me to watch all this wrestling. Yeah, we don't do a wrestling podcast, but we talk about it. Um, but I posted a picture, and friend of the show, um, one of your Destiny um, squad mates, <laughs> um, Twitch streamer extraordinaire for guest on the show sadkins Woo! episode 200 episode 200 sadkins i'm glad we made uh, we did that on a easy episode to remember <laughs> <laughs> well i guess easy for you true because i didn't remember uh but he hit me up and was asking me some questions and stuff and we kind of had a little brief conversation mm-hmm. about aew mm. so I'm going to wrestle Sadkins on on uh, AD, AEW <laughs> Night After Dark. Whoa. The adult only? Yeah. OnlyFans? The OnlyFans AEW channel? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was, it was nice to, you know, we had a little friendly conversation about wrestling stuff because I know you don't really care. Mm, man, if uh, greasy men uh, touching each other makes you happy, then you know, go for it, bud. If a uh, if 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 half naked beefy man hugging, aggressively hugging, aggressively hugging, yes. <laughs> but the, the but the thing is, like the one thing that sucked was there used to be a wrestling tag team called uh, SoCal Uncensored, mm-hmm. and there are like three wrestlers that you know based out of you know that area. Like one's LA for sure. Mm-hmm. And I think one of them lives in like Palm Desert area because he's in a cover band and they pl- used to play at this bar and out there like all the time when he wasn't wrestling. Um, but uh, so they, you know, their whole thing was like everything, every place that wasn't in SoCal sucked. So they'd go and, and they're supposed to be heels, right? The bad guys, nobody, everyone was supposed to boo them. So they do their little like videos on the all, being the elite YouTube channel, and you know they'd show up and they'd be like. This is the worst town we've ever been to, <laughs> no matter what town they were in. Yeah. And eventually, like, when they got onto AEW and stuff and uh, started doing TV appearances, like, people would ch- chant that with them. 
And it's like, no, no, you're not supposed to agree with us. And they're like, yeah, yeah, but we're in Cleveland, man. Cleveland does suck. This is the worst town you've probably ever been to. <laughs> and then it's like, you know, Grand Rapids, Michigan. And it's like, yeah, this is the worst town, no matter where it was, New York City. This is the worst town. And it's like, yeah, yeah. I mean, New York's got its benefits, but it does suck too, because SCU says so. <laughs> so, but storyline-wise, um, they're split up. Like, Scorpio Sky was, like, basically the, the muscle of the group. Um, he uh, went full heel, and now he's, like, the TNT TV champion. Mm-hmm. Um, and and uh, they kind of messed up because, uh, you know, he's, like, the main LA guy, like, and uh, they redesigned the TNT championship belt for him, so I'm thinking he's going to have a relatively long run because... It'd be kind of stupid to, you know, change the belt for a month. Um, but they didn't. They didn't debut the belt in LA. They debuted it the week before, hey. or the Sunday before, actually, at the pay per view, and it, or the week before, mm. one of the two. I can't remember exactly, but uh, it's Lakers colors. They have like Laker, like purple and gold on it. Mm. Nice. So they, <laughs> that could have been something they could have done, you know, in LA at the Forum where the Lakers used to play before they got a better home. Yes. <laughs> um, have they done anything that picks up the form or is it just it is what it is well I mean they haven't let it fall apart I guess if that's what you mean by have they done anything to keep it up I haven't been there for years I saw Pearl Jam play like probably 10 years ago if not more I can't remember it was Pearl Jam and Sonic Youth mm-hmm. um, great show by the way but anyways um, so anyway storyline wise they split them up so Scorpio Sky is a heel and you know, Christopher Daniels and Frankie Kazarian wrestled uh, Scorpio Sky and the new guy that uh, he's aligned with, Ethan Page. And the stipulation was if Christopher Daniels and uh, Frank Kazarian lost, they could never tag team again. They could never partner up again in AEW. Mm. So um, the match was, like, the last match was uh, Kazarian again. One of the, like, well, not the last match, but near the end, Kazarian wrestled... Uh, Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky came down and they were kind of beating up on him and Christopher Daniels came in and saved the day and they were yelling, you know, wrestle talking back and forth and they're like, Scorpio Sky's, need I remind you, you can never pair up again and they got all sad in the ring and they're like, yeah, but we can beat your ass one-on-one. I'll take you, Scorpio Sky and the other guy's like, and I'll take you, Ethan Page. Boop. You know, so mm-hmm. that's they're still setting up that feud. They So they kind of did the best they could of a mini SCU reunion. <laughs> And then the, the Young Bucks, they wrestled against the Lucha Brothers, who they wrestle a lot. And I'm not saying that, like, then is a bad thing or a complaint, but because they fucking know each other, like, and they put on amazing matches, even just as the first match of the show. Mm-hmm. But that was their uh, homecoming in Ontario, basically, because they uh, grew up and still currently live in uh, Rancho Cucamonga. Rancho Which is, like, right around the corner, pretty much. But they live further up, closer to the mountains, so it's probably, like, 10 miles or so from where mm-hmm. they live. Uh, gotcha. Maybe, uh, but man, it was a fun night though, man. Like the crowd got into it. Um, you know, they couldn't have very many, like I said, they have too many people to wrestle. So they had a couple of the people come down as like escorts. They're big stars. Uh, Jade Cargill, who's currently like the women's champion. Dude, she's mm-hmm. fucking tall mm-hmm. and built. And people are like, that's not a woman. That's a man. And it's like, man, I don't think so. And I hope it's not a man. Cause she's kind of hot. But she's just, like I said, and she was like towering over the people that she walked down to the ring with. And like um, Darby Allen, another fan favorite that everyone loves, mm-hmm. like came down to save like a nobody from a guy that he's kind of feuding with. And he ended up giving his skateboard away. You know, he always he rides a skateboard down to the ring 
That's his part of his gimmick. Mm. And uh, he gave a skateboard to a kid who was sitting ringside, so he could help he carry. Was it, a so he skater could... boy. He said, exactly. See you later, boy. <laughs> yes. Uh, and is he, that his theme you know, song? He... No. No. Okay. He actually has probably one of the better theme songs in AEW. It's pretty cool. And uh, his his whole his main gimmick is he's like he has half his face painted like a skull because he's like, you know, he doesn't care about life. He's half, you know, he'll and he's probably gonna kill himself in the ring the way he wrestles because he does some crazy high flying shit hmm. like his uh finishing move is called the coffin drop and he basically just goes and stands on the top rope and like folds his arms across his chest and falls backwards on the person jesus or jumps jump or sometimes he has to jump because they're like in the middle of the ring and he just lands on him with their back with his back yes jesus christ and he's done that move in some pretty crazy like positions like on the apron of the ring and stuff where it's like not as padded as the mat and yeah, he's. I've read things where people are like, like uh, retired wrestlers, like, yeah, man, he's a he's he's a great talent, but I'm concerned about his like future of being alive. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, like because like he just wrestled Jeff Hardy, and Jeff Hardy's like 45, 44. We looked it up, but mm-hmm. I know one is forty seven, the other one, I, yeah, he's forty four, and he's going to turn forty five this year. And he said he's going after that match. He's like, yeah, I'm going to have to take some time off from wrestling because like, I. I hurt everywhere. I can't do that shit. I'm not young. I can't do that shit anymore. So, like, if you like, if you if you were a fan of like Jeff Hardy and his high flying, crazy suicide shit, like, you know, doing stupid moves off of the top of ladders, that's like Darby Allen. Yeah, I will say Jeff Hardy always put on like some fun shows. Yes, like, yes, he did. And so that's it was, yeah, it was definitely fun watching him in uh, WWE back way back in the day. Yes, if you're a fan of Jeff Hardy, you definitely appreciate Darby Allen and his wrestling style. He's very much a a, a, stu- a student of the Hardy Boys, and this particularly Jeff Jeffafa, and and a little bit of Sting with the face paint. <laughs> oh, not, man. not gold dust. No, <laughs> but it's face paint. <laughs> Even though Gold Dust, the the wrestler that was Gold Dust, is currently in AEW, which I haven't seen him wrestle for a while because his brother, who was Stardust left AEW to go to WWE again, even though he said he never would. But apparently apparently money is worth more than promises. Yes, it is. It always is. Whatever puts uh, bacon on the table. You know, I mean, and in wrestling, never, never means never. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you have retirement matches. It's like, I'm, I'm, if you lose, you're gonna, you can never wrestle in, this, in WWE again, and then they're gone for like a couple years, and then they come back. And it's like, wait, I thought you weren't allowed. And then it's like, there was a stipulation in the contract. Mm-hmm. I don't know stuff. So speaking of like uh, things that are dead, you went on a little uh, horror trip. adventure. Yes. So for those that don't know, Friday the Thirteenth is actually was uh, filmed in a camp in North Jersey. Um, so on a few weekends every year, they do um, Crystal Lake tours. Uh, and you could actually walk the um, the the uh, the boys the the camp that they actually did the filming. So the camp has been around since like like in the since the early nineteen twenties. Um, so it's been I, I think they're um, like the camp is going to hit its like hundred year uh, anniversary here soon. So it was a. So basically, like, so we were able to buy some tickets to finally, like, 
go see it. And we ended up doing like one of the night tours. And I will tell you, it is, it was super fun. And like, I'm no super, super fan or anything, but I do love like the weird history of things like that. Like, it's always like, a, like we talked about a few weeks ago, like going to the museum, like the Haunted Museum for uh, Zach's Haunted Museum. Like, I was more. I thought it was fun because I, it was interesting to see like the things of our history that we don't necessarily talk about as like everyday knowledge and stuff like that. So it was fun to go check out, like go walk it. And cause they have a lot of the buildings still up. They've been able to keep, um, you know, the, uh, the campsites like together for the most part. And so some of the buildings that they did the, the filming, are still up so and i will say like everybody that put on the sh that uh did the tours it was uh really cool they had like a lot of knowledge about what was going on um and it was just like like i like i said i it was just it was one of those things that you you just don't ever think about doing and it's just like it was like okay like you know let's go do it and whatnot and it was just like it was just so much fun. Like there was a lot of super fans there. Like we were doing trivia throughout the show and we we're like, we were making jokes, but it was like cool to hear some of the, like the behind the scene issues that were going on. And of course, like the movie magic, it was very fun. It was uh, interesting because it was like a low budget movie that was supposed to like never be successful. And it obviously blew up. Um, but it was like, you know, they talk about like us, how, how one of the scenes was shot and you, and then it's like, okay, so here's how the scene is shot, but here's the logistics of the camp. Like would this would never really happen. So like, so it was really funny and you know, it's out in the, um, in the forest area of North Jersey. So when you think of North Jersey, everybody likes to think of like New York, but when you head, if you're looking, if you're looking at the map and you look at New Jersey, North New Jersey, and you go West to the Pennsylvania line, that's like all forest out there. It's not city. It's not like New York city life. So it's, you got a lot of fresh air, beautiful scene of the stars and the lake is, was just beautiful, um, to kind of see. So they, and, uh, so they have like all, a lot of the rooms like set up to how it was in the movie. So during the tours and they, uh, they post like the pictures and stuff to kind of help you see side by side, um, which is really cool. So the camp is called Nobi Bosco. So it's still like a, a functional camp that they run. So like, during the summer months like it's it's a legit camp um so there will there won't be any tours for like the next couple six weeks so they seem to open up they do like these a couple weekends like in late spring and then they start doing them in the fall and so i think there is one and then they also they go all the way to like um the end of uh by end of october for halloween so there's definitely a lot of cool, a lot of good weekends to like choose from. It's like a, and it's like a, a good like four hour tour. So it's like, it's no joke. You're getting your money's worth. So like they set you up with like a water bottle. They have like refilling stations across the, the camp. So that way, you know, you're, you'll have uh, places to go. They give you a lot of like, it was very, 
it was very constructed. It was like, okay, here's the gift shop. Here's the bathrooms. If you want to purchase a photo, do it here. So that way, when we get back from the tour, you know, you can pick all your stuff up and like, you could use the restroom again because like you're out in the middle of the boonies. Like there's not a lot of options. So it, I, it, I was really just overall impressed with how, how the whole thing was ran as well. Cause it just was very organized and, you know, and I think the other part too was they were very humble about like the tour and how, you know, they asked for a lot of feedback and a lot of, and they were telling, they were talking to us about stuff that they've changed because people like gave them feedback on like stuff. So they, I will say for a group that, you know, is trying to put on like a cool niche, like of our, of like movie cinema, that's famous like it's really cool that they they ask for that kind of feedback and the, and they actually do like really look at it and change a lot of things and the other part too is is they're always trying to like improve it so there's like a couple houses or like film shots like the building they can't get to right now because of like certain things going on so they're trying to like so they talked about how like you know their plan to like restore certain things so like and they and they also use part of the money for this tour to help redo like keep the park up and running so they talked about how you know the funds from like the tour helped build like some of the bridges to get cars across like the the river that or the that not the necessarily the river but like the creek that goes through there so they talk a lot about like how like the money that they raise from like these tours doesn't just go in some fancy like per some hollywood you know um hollywood's like pocket it's like it goes back into the camp a lot too so that way they could help build it up so but they have like a lot of the old like and I'm going to post and I'm going to post pictures. So if you look, if you check out my Instagram or Facebook or Twitter, you'll see them shortly, but they have like the, the old sign they have, they, they were able to purchase some of the vehicles and get our like replicas of the vehicles and get them up and running, um, and, and whatnot. So it's, it's, like I said, it, it was a really cool tour and it's put on by a great group that really care about the camp and the history of the camp and stuff. And it's funny because like, you know, they, uh, they filmed the movie there and they never told them like the story about it. So it seems like, like after it came out that it was a horror movie, like they got like pissed, like the original, like people were pissed like way back in the day. And that, um, so that's part of the reason it's believed that, you know, the second and third film were not, were not filmed at that location. <laughs> so, but it was an easy four hour tour. It's, it's about, it's a little over two hours of drive for me. Cause I'm in South Jersey. So like, it's way up there. Like, I think I could have threw a rock and it, it would have landed in New York. That's how far North we were in the I was gonna in say Jersey. So if you're flying from somewhere else, like you're not driving, like let's say you're flying from like California or any other, you know, non-drivable state, um, yeah. where would you recommend landing? Would you recommend landing in like New York City or more like on the Pennsylvania side? I would probably land in York, New York, New Jersey, A N E W U R K O R K, whatever the 
the one that sounds oh, like New York, but th- that is not New York. It's New York. Yeah, n- <laughs> New 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 Ark as opposed to New New York. That one. The, yeah, they have an inter- they have an airport up there that's in North Jersey, and that would probably give that would cut down your probably driving by a lot. I mean, it might if it's a lot cheaper to fly into Philadelphia. It's not. It's only probably like a two hour drive up ninety five to get up there. So it's not like it's. The problem is, is like half, like, it's like you drive for 40 minutes and on the freeway and then you get, you pull off and then the rest of it's just all small town driving. That's the problem is like, it takes so long to get there because there's no major highways running through that area. So you're just stuck in like going 50 miles an hour down a two lane road. And then you you constantly hit these pockets of 35 because you hit towns. Right. And so. like, from, from what I've been reading on the Reddit, like, um, uh, uh, Pennsylvania is like, especially is like the worst for like speed traps where like, they'll like, you'll be coming up on a small town and speed will be like 50 and like right on the other side of like, like right inside the town and there'll, there'll be people pulling you over and it's like, wait, there was no posted speed limit sign. And it's like, yeah, it's right there, but it's like on, it's like further in mm-hmm. than where the, the quote unquote speed limit starts. So, you know, they're just trap. you know, like the textbook definition of speed traps. Like, um, were you, did you find this? Did they have a, do they have a website or uh, um, is that where you were able to get the tickets? My, yeah, my 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 uh my girlfriend actually found it. But if you go to crystallaketours.com, dot com, it has all the information about it. Um, they have a lot of cool stuff to buy. I ended up walking away with a, a jacket, a um, a hat, and a uh, and a magnet for my fridge because I love uh, I love old classic looking magnets for whatever reason. But um, they also do like. Uh, has all their information on the tours and stuff. So, like I said, like they only sell a certain amount of tickets, and it's not like it's every weekend, like because they have other things to do, and they do not open it during the once you get after after Halloween, they close down the camp because the weather is just too unpredictable up there, and so it doesn't open again until spring. But so you have to just kind of keep your eyes on it. I think. I don't know. I'm looking at the website right now. Um, I think there's like uh, tickets still for like the rest of the year, uh, but you definitely have to make sure you um, <laughs> get on it quick because it's uh, very easy to. It, it sells out. I, it seems uh, pretty easy. So and, yeah. And you know what sucks, Sean, is because is I I looked this up because uh, Violent Gentlemen, yeah, the hockey apparel company, mm-hmm. um they do some pretty cool, like, you know, some of it's for charity. Like I have like the, when the hockey team bus got hit, um, they did a fundraiser. They stole like shirts and um, hoodies uh, to raise money for the victims and stuff. And then when the, they had the fires up in Santa Rosa, they did another one for, to help the, not just like to help the victims of the, who were displaced by the fire. Um, I got a, for star Wars day, they have a embrace Hoth shirt. Yeah. That's always their thing is like embrace whatever you know so it was like embrace hoth so it was the the monster that you know captured luke and had him holding upside down and he cut off his arm mm-hmm. so it's him and it's like like breaking a hockey stick and then like underneath him is like a little picture with like the battle basically like the x-wings and tie fighters and the cannons mm-hmm. um but they had one that they released on friday the 13th 
in May. Um, so it's like embrace camp crystal Lake. And it's a picture of, you know, uh, Jason, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, so I looked it up and I'm like, cool. When can I wear this shirt again? Well, when can I wear this shirt? Cause I didn't get it till after. Yeah. Cause I ordered it on Friday the 13th. Yeah. Um, May 13th was the only Friday the 13th this year. Oh my God. Really? You got to yes. wait until next year. Oh, geez. So like your jacket and your hat that you bought, if you want to like wear it on Friday the 13th, you have to wait till at least next year. Oh, damn. You're right. Oh, at least I don't have to wait that long. There is a Friday the 13th in January. Okay. I was just going to look that up too, but you beat me to it. Yeah. I guess there, I guess sometimes follow up, I guess, if it's not asked, it's not a follow up question. Like we'll answer non, we'll answer question follow up questions that aren't asked. <laughs> and and it, it looks like you don't really want to miss January either. <laughs> okay, you got October. Ooh, October thirteenth is uh, on a Friday. Sweet. Yeah. So if that's if, it, that's that it. might be January and, and October. That's all you got next year, dude. How come? How come? Like. Friday the 13th are rarer than like full moons. So they talk about once in a blue moon where you get two full moons a month. That seems to happen like almost every three, every quarter, like every three months or so, but <sighs> once on a Friday the 13th, huh? Yep. <laughs> exactly. Um, um, but that seems like if it's in October, that would seem like an October Friday the 13th. That would seem like, I wonder if they, that like a fun time to go do the tour. Oh yeah. I bet they'll do a tour that night on, on in October. It only makes sense. Yes. Did they did they do any like like uh stuff for the movie? Like did they have like um scenes set up or anything or was it just basically like, oh here's the building where it was filmed, but they didn't have anything different because it's like like you said, a functional camp. Yeah. So like they, they removed like they moved like stuff out of the way and they put like pictures up and some of the props that they were a they've been able to gather over the so this has only been going on for 11 years. So they've been, so like it started off as like very basic to your point, but they've tried to build it up. But like they take one of the camp houses that's supposed to be the shower house there. It's not a shower house. It's just a shower house in the movie. So they put up the, uh, they were able to figure out how they did the, uh, the fake bathrooms the big bathroom scene and they put that up so like they'll stand it they'll stand that like stuff like that up to give you like an idea of what the movie set looked like when they did the filming at that building nice and, and they'll, yeah they'll give you like some history about like the scene and stuff like that right and you said that they uh they you know they kind of you know ask people's like thoughts on the tour and stuff and like that could be helpful but also like not based on like a book that was written of like shitty Yelp reviews of like national monuments <laughs> where people went to like, to like one of the national monuments, like national parks or whatever, and just complained that there was nothing but dirt and rocks there. There was nothing to do. There was oh, no rides or anything. Yeah. My favorite was that they didn't put the animals away at night. Yeah. At Yosemite. <laughs> they kept, they didn't. Yeah. Like they gave it a bad Yelp review because they didn't put the animals back in their cages at night. <laughs> <laughs> or my, my, my ultimate favorite though, is a, a woman complained about her trip to Spain Mm-hmm. because everyone was speaking Mexican there. Oh my God. That's terrible. <laughs> they weren't, yeah, they weren't speaking. None of people were speaking English. Oh, they were speaking. Oh, geez. Geez, geez, geez. Yeah. Tell me you're entitled racist person without telling, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, oh man. So it looks like they have not set the dates for 
post for for the fall late summer fall so if you want to go you should make sure you sign up for the future ticket wait list so that way you'll get a notification to uh for what weekends they agree to to do the dates so but yeah so you can't buy anything the, today's like the last day uh it looks like today's the last day so by the time you hear this it'll be way too late to go but if you are planning on being in the area you know somewhere between late august to october it would be definitely worth like signing up and signing up to see what the tickets are so and it seems to be very popular so i don't think there's any reason like they want to do it next year either so like there was a good sized crowd like at all the viewings today or yesterday so right and like you said they have the the the, the gift store so people are buying that and i'm sure like you said it helps like some of the money goes to fund the uh the tour but i'm sure most of it or a lot of it goes to help fund like the counselors for the camp and stuff yep yeah i mean it's literally the people at the camp that work at the camp during like and they're the ones giving the tours and stuff like they you know want the our tour guide has went to camp there as a kid and has been there for like the last 40 years like he knows like he's met and he's met a bunch of the celeb like the the actors and producers to get you know, and they have all this random information that they've been able to collect over the last, you know, 11 years. And they're doing stuff where people are coming back to the, uh, to, you know, Camp Crystal Lake and doing autographs and stuff. They had like a huge VIP section where you were able to stay the night there. And they gave, they did like food and activities and stuff like that. They did a Q&A with some of the, 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 the staff and actors. So, like, there's been a couple people that haven't been back to camp. Kevin Bacon. Not to throw names out there. But, uh... <laughs> some people just have not been back to camp. <laughs> just hypothetically speaking, of course. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't... I'm just saying. No, um... <laughs> I don't want to go oh. somewhere I was murdered. <laughs> exactly. So, but no, it was a it was a great time. I definitely recommend it. It it was a it was a pretty area and everybody there was really nice and I I don't regret it at all. So, and the uh the fun the one fun thing I will say is they also do like a a fundraiser there if you want to do selfies with like some of the um items uh like around the park and stuff or like the original sign and stuff like that you could uh they do a, a donation drive for one of the camps which of course i don't know the name of off the top of my head but um all that they don't have goes, a yeah it goes to a camp that's owned that they only allow um children with cancer to go to because it's they have like doctors and stuff there to to help give them like a camp week uh even though they might, you know, be facing the, you know, the end of their lives. So not only do they put the money back in for, you know, their camp and that take care of the kids there, they're also helping um, another camp in the area with uh, trying to make, uh, you know, kids fighting cancer have a, a great summer as well. Well, there you go. You get you get to go on a fun trip and help kids. Exactly. Oh, boom. man. So, Boom. So I finally got to changing uh, a little bit changing speeds here. I uh, finally got to watch the sequel of Suicide Squad, which instead of adding a two to it, they just added the term the. So it's the Suicide Squad directed by James Gunn, oh. who um, funnily enough got his start 
as a director doing campy horror movies for the <laughs> Troma Studios. Nice. <laughs> um, and you know, so like his, you know, his movies were definitely like kind of gory and had humor. So like, you know, he did Guardians of the the first the first two Guardians of the Galaxy, which had like you know didn't have any gore, but definitely had like the humor mixed in. Mm-hmm. Um. So I told my wife, like, before we sat down and watched it, I'm like, all right, look, um, you know, they're going to kill a lot of characters a, a lot of the time. It's not like it's going to be the first one where they only killed one guy and that's it, you know? Yeah. So uh, the movie opens up and they're, like, assembling a team. And she's like, who is this? And I'm like, dude, I don't know all of the shitty-ass DC villains. And I'm like, if they want you to know, they'll tell you. And then it's like, who's this? Who's that? And it's like, I don't, again, I don't know. If they want you to know, they'll tell you. And so there's a lot of characters in the opening where they uh, don't introduce, they, like they're ba- they don't give them any backstory or t- tell you who they are really other than their name. Mm-hmm. And they all die like <laughs> in a very spectacular fashion. And like, even me telling you that like spoils nothing because if you watch the trailers, like the trailer spoiled a lot of the movie. Oh, really? Um, Oh, like okay. Harley, like the scene where like they go to rescue Harley Quinn and she like had already freed herself. It's like, oh, they took that moment away from us from the movie, you know, or like the ultimate villain of the movie, like not villain, but the ultimate final fight of the movie because they're actually, you know, f- going to fight somebody else yeah. and for a different reason. Um, but this movie, man, like it is gory, like heads are being blown up, you know, holes being blown through people like. There's this, you know, again, they spoil it in the trailer where King Shark just rips a dude in half. But it's like, why couldn't he do more of that? Like, we needed more King Shark ripping people in half action. It would have um, But he gets, it, it would have been better. Well, they kind of like, I feel bad for him. There's like a scene where they need to go do something and they're like, you're not going to blend in. You're going to sit in the bus. But then he's like trying to find ways to blend in and they're like, yeah, not working. <laughs> it's weak. <laughs> 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 um... It's 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 really funny. It's it's uh, fast paced. It didn't feel as long as the movie was. You know, it's not like sometimes it's movies a couple hours long. Um, it's like two 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 and a half hours long. Like I got the DVD for the Batman, and it's like I didn't realize it was an almost three hour long movie. <laughs> I'm like, oh man, I, I'm just like, I hope it does not feel like it's three hours long. Um, <laughs> you know, James Gunn casts everybody that he normally does: his brother, uh, Michael Rooker, Nathan Fillion. Um, the soundtrack was pretty amazing. Fit the fit the scenes pretty well. Um, he's that's one of the ways he's very skilled. Him and like Tarantino are like some of the are two of like the best of like picking not just sound like songs, but like where where they where to place them in the movie and how to tie them in. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, like um, they announced already that John Cena's character is going to get a spinoff series for HBO Max. Really, I I. Yes, and I'm, I'm not sure if it's going to be a prequel, but uh, he plays his character really well in the movie. Like that, like taking himself way too serious, but like over the top in an over the top way. Yeah. Um, if you haven't seen the movie yet, I highly recommend it, dude. It's it's it's. I'm gonna say I'm gonna go on a limb here, and I don't think it's a very uh, uh, thin limb. I think it's pretty sturdy that uh, might be the best non-Batman DC movie there is. Really? Yes, by far. Actually, I'm not saying might. It is. It is the best non-Batman 
DC movie. Damn. And even if, like, I know, like, after they did the Snyder cut for Justice League, David Ayers was talking about how he wanted to do his cut of the original Suicide Squad. Mm -hmm. Because he said they cut a lot of the movie out. Because it was like, you know, DC was going through its... um, The reason why Green Lantern failed is because there was jokes in it. So we're not going to make any of our movies have jokes. They all have to be serious and brooding like Batman. Um, But then uh, Guardians of the Galaxy like was a huge success. And so they're like, Oh shit, we're going to try to make this movie like guardians of the galaxy. So they took like his, his cut that he edited and was going to release. And then they had the guy who the guy, somebody, they, you know, and they do this a lot. They hire, they bring in someone else to make the trailer. Right. Yeah. And then they decided, well, we liked the trailer. So they just let the guy that made the trailer edit the movie. And that's the version that got released to theaters. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> oh man so th- this weekend is the first annual anime riverside sean yeah nice so it seems like from based on some of the things people said there that there's going to be that it seems like they're going to they plan on like con- having it being a continuing ongoing con okay cool um i guess like we kind of left a little like it, 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 yesterday went from like 10 to 7 and today's like 10 to 5 but mm-hmm. we kind of saw everything we wanted to see and stuff and um so we left a little bit early and we we're we were hungry and we didn't want to stand in line for food and mess with downtown so we went and got food and we were like waiting for the food i was just on instagram and i saw that i guess a little bit after we left they the power went out in like half the city downtown area or like in ha- downtown area including the convention center so they had to evacuate everybody rolling blackouts and then they had to, which is weird because Riverside doesn't, I don't think it was a rolling blackout. Riverside isn't, I'm not saying is immune, but is rarely gets those. Mm. And it wasn't that hot. Mm. So somebody must have hit a power pole or like one time at our apartment complex, the power went out because some uh, homeless person climbed the, one of the power poles in front of our complex and like grabbed the live wire. <laughs> so they kind of, you know, short circuited themselves and the city or at least the area. Um, but then, um, like when they, when they did the post to let people back in, of course, you know, like reading, I had like, oh man, I got to read the comments and people were kind of like, you know, mo- generally were positive, but then there was one person that was like, did like own like a toy collecting store or something was like, you need to move this to Anaheim. The Riverside Convention Center is too small. And I'm like, so you want to have like the Anaheim anime convention of Riverside, like the Anaheim Angels of Los Angeles. Yeah, and there's people that don't want to drive to Anaheim. That's why they're trying to make one in Riverside. <laughs> right. And I and I do agree that the convention center is small. Like they only they had like they had to have two areas for like the artists and the, you know, merchant like the the vendors and stuff, but mm-hmm. um like the aisles were very narrow and I think what if they do a, a survey, I'm going to like suggest a couple things to improve. Um but like I said, it was the first year and it was pretty well ran for a first year con. Um mm-hmm. they did the thing where they asked they told people, "Hey, come come Friday um, and pick up your tickets early so you don't have to stand in a long-ass line. And of course, you know, like the long-ass line, uh, there was like a long-ass line to, the, the line to get pick up your badges was longer than line to get in. And uh, I pulled a rookie move. I, I just, I saw the line and I assumed that that was the line to get in and it was a line to pick up tickets. So I stood in that line for like 15 minutes, 20 minutes mm-hmm. before I like realized. And so I went to, and I stood behind and like walking over and I saw people that were in front of us that were near like the front of the line to get your ticket. So I'm like, Oh, we could have probably already been inside, uh, you know, near the beginning, but Oh, well my, my fault yeah. that that's not on them. But 
the things I would suggest is if you're going to have the, the aisles that narrow to just make them one way only aisles. Mm-hmm. And I know people are, are idiots and aren't going to follow it, but you know, if enough people sh- shame them, they might, True. or they'll just like, you know, do what people do nowadays. Instead of admitting they were wrong, they just want to fight Yes. or get, or yell loud. Because the problem was, is like, you'd have people like at booths, but instead of like, like looking at, they'd be like, and like punched up in a group. And then, Across from them was another, you know, people looking at booze, and then in the middle, people would just stop. Mm-hmm. So there was no like line of like walking if you just want to like walk past a booth. Yeah, and then you'd get past like some people, and then all of a sudden it'd be like white. It's like the freeway when you have somebody in the in the far left lane going like, you know, five miles an hour under the speed limit. And once you get past them, all of a sudden there's no traffic. Yeah. <laughs> and then the other thing is the other thing I would I would suggest to them is that they had like the outdoor area where they had uh, they had like two places to get like snacks and stuff. And so one was inside and one was outside and like you could buy beer and alcohol outside. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had like a stage where they did like the costume contest and they had bands playing. And then if you went up, they had um, like a couple, they only had like three food trucks. They need to get more. I mean, again, it's probably their first year. So people weren't sure of, I'm sure the food truck people were like, yeah, we're not sure how it's going to turn out. Um, and then they had like some like, you know, weed cars there with the, wraps of waifus yeah and then they had like carnival rides and stuff but the problem was though is like if you went outside then you had to go back around to get back inside and hope there was no line to get back inside yeah you know and it's like you know if you're gonna have like food trucks or like events for people to do outside then you need to figure out a way to quarantine the outside area to where you could um go out and come back in because you haven't left officially left the con you know the con area by being outside if that's yeah. part of the con. Mm. Um, but outside of that, man, like, and I think they need to make more people aware of the panels. Cause like, um, it seemed like the panels weren't that full, but it was pretty crowded. Like there was like the little lobby area up top, you know, before you went in the, um, um, the area where people could buy stuff was those bunch of people sitting around there, like outside was full. Like it looked like they had really good turnout. So, they just need to figure out a couple of things with crowd control and that's about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, we're like talking about it too. My wife and I, and she was like, I think I like comic book conventions better than anime conventions. And I was like, you know what? I, I was like, I agree because like at comic book conventions, they tend to do a better job of getting like people like that are actually like doing comics or whatever, like in artist alley, they actually have artists in artist alley. You know, like walking through, I think like I saw two people offering commissions in the whole con. Everyone else was pretty much just selling like stickers or pr- like they had artists, but they were just selling prints. Yeah, they weren't doing. Right. They weren't doing art. Yeah. So, um, but that's, that's, like I said, that's the, the, the anime con life. I mean, I know anime expo seems to be able to get more artists, but they're an established <laughs> con. So, you know. First year, the people definitely seemed to know what they were doing. Um, the the um, people running the show, the staff and stuff, all the volunteers were uh, pretty friendly. I didn't have any issues with them. I didn't, and I didn't see anybody have any issues. Um, and it, it definitely seemed like there was a lot of first-time congoers there because they were like, you know, I had a couple people come up and ask either me or people around me questions about, like, the entry process. And they're like, oh, this is our first convention. Mm. So Good. well, I think it also helps because it is in a local area too, you know. So it's yes. like they know where to park and stuff like that. Like they're not trying to figure it out, you know. Right, and I know they've tried to do conventions in the past, but like the people who did it, 
weren't very smart about it. Like it's been a while now, but one year they tried back, you know, this is back when you still lived in Riverside and we were still going to the adventurers guild. Yeah. But they tried to do a one day comic book convention at the um, community center at one of the local parks yeah. that they, ho- that they hosted on Super Bowl Sunday. Mm-hmm. I then complained that nobody showed up. Well, and it's like, dude, nerds, you know, nerds might not, not be into sports, but nerds are into like, you know, eating a shitload of like shitty food and watching, you know, commercials or whatever. You yeah, know? But, yeah. And I think that, I think people go to a con too that are not super mega fans either. So like doing it on Super Bowl Sunday, like doesn't make any sense if you're trying to gravitate to, you know, the people that have some interest in it, you know? R- right. Like, like, com- like movies based on like comic books. Like you can't, make those solely for people that read the comics because, you know, even the best-selling comic books sell, you know, you know, a few, maybe a, a hundred thousand at the most, a couple hundred thousand, like, mm-hmm. and that's like, you know, the Avengers, and that's about it. Like, most of them usually sell, you know, 50 to a hundred thousand copies. Yeah. And if those are the only people going to see the movie, then they're not going to make those movies because they're never going to make their budget. Yeah. You know, you need, you need as to, you know, for lack of a better term, you need to uh, appeal to the normies. Yes. Because normies have money. Yes, and there's more of them. Yes. Oh man! So, speaking of anime, Sean, you watched an Amazon Prime exclusive anime? Yes, I did. Recommended from Quattro's. Uh, Love is hard for an otaku. Danny, this has like probably been one of the best animes I've watched in a long. Yes, time. The f- like I'm putting the, the full name is Wato Koi. Yes. Love is hard for Natakku. Yes, it is. It was just so fun to watch. I just enjoyed it. I literally binge watched eleven episodes and three OVAs since we talked to last Sunday. <laughs> That's how good it was. <laughs> Are the OVAs on Amazon as well? No, they're not. You have to go. You have to do the good old uh, go Google yourself. Oh, I have to go Google myself. Yeah, but they were very easy to find when you click videos. It was like boom, 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 boom. And I was like, it was, it was, there was no trouble finding the OVAs. Like some of them are a pain in the ass to find, but this one, very easy. So. Yeah, because I had watched this anime a while ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought it was very enjoyable as well. But uh, thinking about it, like since you brought it up and you, you had watched it and wanted to talk about it, um, there is one thing that like, breaks you know like the um, immersion of reality is that none of like the co-workers who were like into nerd stuff were like like all of them were like socially adjusted like they actually like you know bathed and weren't assholes and or gatekept as opposed to like the real life if you find like there's people that i work with that i know are nerds and like are into anime but i'm like oh god please don't please don't let this person find out that i watch anime or you know yeah, because I definitely don't want to. I definitely don't want to like be friends with them, let alone talk to them. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that is that is true. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's a uh, it's a story of uh, some childhood friends that um, end up working at the same uh, company after they haven't seen each other since middle school, so high school and. Um, college they haven't seen each other um and they end up you know she's a huge like uh she loves uh 
Floyd love comics and stuff and he's a huge gamer to the point where like that's all they think about outside of work so like so they end up um they end up uh dating and then they realize that um they end up being friends with another couple at the work where one's a huge cosplayer and the other's like a huge manga fan um as well so like they end up like uh just going off on like random um adventures and stuff and and like that was it about the stuff and it it's just hilarious yeah they try to do normie stuff but then they always end up at like the books at a bookstore buying manga yeah (laughs) exactly like do you have any plans this weekend no i just want to sit and binge watch this show or something (laughs) right or like i think wasn't there one episode uh, where like he she just came over and he played video games and she was just reading and it's like oh like they have like normal like almost like reality of like nerd couples mm-hmm. in an episode yes exactly they'll do like where you're not game nights where they compete against each other right but it's like you're doing you're doing you're you're doing nerd stuff together but like not at the same time like you know because like sometimes like my and I'm sure you do this with your uh girlfriend and you know we're like my wife's downstairs and like i'm like either watching an anime or playing a video game or just or messing around on my phone and she's like watching stuff on her phone mm-hmm. and it's like she's like i just don't want to i i want to i don't want to go upstairs and like be apart but i know we're not going to like be doing we're not watching a movie together or a tv show together mm-hmm. or sometimes we'll just have like background noise stuff on like diners drive-ins and dives or something like that where it's like you know like we're kind of sort of watching, but not really. And if something cool comes up and one of us notices, they're like, Oh wait, rewind it. Check that out. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I really fa- I enjoyed the show. It's like real life in like the positive way. Like I said, of mm-hmm. the happy of couples. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that the three OVAs were pretty good as well. One talks about the, how, um, the green, the the green haired girl and the uh, orange haired guy, how they end up dating, and like their how they end up meeting. So that was a fun flashback episode. They do an episode between his little brother and the nerdy girl, and then they do like a company outing, um, with like kind of the main characters. So it was uh, it was they were they were definitely uh they were definitely good. I I still don't feel like we had like a great conclusion, but I hope that's just because like we'll get more episodes or hopefully like the manga didn't stop where it left off for the OVAs. But I don't know. I haven't done that much research to check it out to see if the ending I, was the same. You sure? Uh, you sure the OVAs weren't on Amazon? Cause I could have swore I watched those and I'm lazy to like, and I didn't Google them anywhere, I but I know I watched like the episode where they went out and like, like they had like a, the company outing was like a picnic type thing. And then they all got drunk. And there's something of a different anime where they had a company outing where like they were nerds and then they got drunk. Um, I don't think they really. Oh yeah, oh yeah. One uh, one of them, one of the guys got super drunk at the end of the episode. So maybe it was. I didn't see it on there though. Okay, but I know I watched. I know I watched because yeah. I remember like the flashback where they started dating, and which means I probably watched. I watched the one with the brother, but don't remember because I think I watched it like our off time during December. But either and either I talked about it, don't remember, or we didn't talk about it. It's been a long time. Yeah. Because I was watching, I'm like, this looks familiar. And then I looked and it's like, it showed the little bar that I already watched it. And I'm like, oh, I did watch this show. Uh, <laughs> and I kind of did the same thing today. 
like I thought I had more episodes of an anime to watch and I went to like check it out and because I had like some time before we were going to record and I'm like oh I, I did finish it that's why I put it on the list and that was an anime on Crunchyroll mm-hmm. and VRV called In the Land of Leandale mm-hmm. so basically the story is that this girl was like a, a shut in and you find out like through like and played this MMO and you find out that she had like over 20,000 hours in the game jeez and she ends up dying while playing the game. Mm-hmm. Like she's like in a hospital bed. Like they, I guess they brought her to the game. So it's like a VR game, very similar to uh, SAO, Sword yeah. Art Online. Um, and so she dies, and somehow she gets brought into the world of the game. Yeah. And but it's like throughout the course of the game, in the show, you figure out that it's it takes place like in the future after the game had gotten shut down. So people aren't. It's like there's stuff from the game. So things are happening, and she's like, wait. I, remember, I think I remember there being a quest, and so she has like a she's like one of like the twelve or thirteen like best players of the game. So they're like the game masters, um, and she's just super overpowered. Um, she ends up finding out that she has like a couple kids, and she ends up running into more like players that got into the world somehow, but they're not quite as powerful as her. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I was thinking about it watching this, and it's like there's definitely a different theme when it comes to like male characters being trapped in video games like this versus female characters mm-hmm. like like sword Art online compared to this game where it's like sword Art online is like his thing is like he's going around and like you know killing everybody and stuff and then there's part of it where he's like trying to help like smaller people but he's also like kind of a dick and trying to be the best in the game yeah versus like the one with like female characters where they like because even like um the slime ga- one episode show what's that one called um slime I, got, I died and got reincarnated as a slime. Yeah. Like, like it almost seems like their ultimate goal is to set up, like, a home. Like, find a place to, like, set down roots. Yeah. Versus, like, the guy, one of the guys where they want to, like, you know, perv out and go on adventures and try to, like, you know, grab as many boobies as they can. <laughs> um, but... I mean, it's definitely, it's, it's, it's a fun show. It's, it's well-written. The animation is really good. Um, there's some, like, uh, tense moments, but not necessarily with her, because, you know, she's, like, God, basically, in the game. Yeah. Um, but, like, she does have one weakness, and that's drinking. Like, there's a thing where she ends up, like, having her, like, having to bring out her maid, her maid and butler, and they're, like, two, like, cat people, and they're, like, arguing. And, like, so she, like, ends up getting hungover, and, like, the, the maid's, like, yelling at the butler. It's like, you were supposed to watch her. How'd you let her get this drunk? And he's like, she had one drink. <laughs> That's too funny. Um, but it seems like her quest is to find, like, like all of the original, like, the power, the 13 people that were, like, the game masters, they have, like, these towers, and their magic is ran out. Mm-hmm. Um, because of like the game being over, so it seemed like that was her her quest was to go find all thirteen of them. And so so far, she's only found a couple. So mm-hmm. if the if the manga is continuing with her finding the rest of them, then they could possibly you know keep the series going. Okay. Um, and I know it's it was either this season or last season. It's a relatively new anime. It's not like um, I'm pretty sure it was from last season actually because uh-huh. it's done done. Oh, fair enough. And so it's one of the ones I was watching from last season that I actually finished. Um, 
And I know I, I, I didn't write it down and I kind of teased it last week, but I, I think I was going to wait. I think I, wanted, I made the executive decision to wait until it's the, 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 the season is finished before we talk about <laughs> Love is War because there's only yes. a couple episodes left. Yes. But I did spoil that I was going to talk about something that happened in the manga that, ha- that probably won't happen in the, in the anime or at least has it and I think should have happened. Mm-hmm. And that is uh, at some point they have sex. Who does? The two main characters. What? But they don't confess their love to each other. They just have sex somehow. That doesn't make any sense. I know. I need. To, it's like now I need to read the manga. So this happens before the school event. I think it might even happen as a result of the school event. Okay, so we don't know yet. It could still happen. I think so. Yes, yeah. wow. I might have spoiled the episode, but it so. seemed like. But when I was reading it on Reddit, they made it seem like it already happened. Would have happened. Oh, but, but I can't remember exactly. That seems very yeah. weird. I mean, it, I mean, it makes them. That's a very weird like thing to happen in the story. <laughs> so but maybe at, maybe like, it's better. Maybe it's better they didn't have that. Yes. Oh, was it The Simpsons or like one of the like long running animated shows? Like I don't know if it was one of the Seth MacFarlane's one or yeah. South Parker. Where they're like, they just have like something happens, and then the line's like, anime. Is, oh, I think it was robot. It was robot chicken. That's what it was. Yeah. And it was when they were making fun of Sailor Moon, where like the villain got like was getting like uh, yelled at by the um, the boss, like his, yeah. the the head, and he started getting an erection. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. And then something happened, and then like Sailor Moon got an erection, and they're like, anime is weird. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, it is. <laughs> so that's that. That could be another shirt. Yes, anime. Is I already weird. forgot the first. I already forgot the first shirt. Uh, poor me, hard daddy. Poor me, hard daddy, and anime is weird. Those are yes. We need to get like what's that site where you can just like submit shirts and then like people order them and they print them. Like I, uh, I know there's a shirt company. I just can't think of the name of it. I know the Don't Drink Beers, Malt Couture Podcast. They do their uh, stuff through there, but yes. Nice. <laughs> like you have designs, and then like they print them. Like if people order them, and then you get a a, a percentage of the uh, shirt. Nice. <laughs> it's too funny. Yes, exactly. So we'll, we'll have to do that. Also, uh, my one of my uh, nephews works at a print shop, but that just seems like too much work to print up a whole bunch of shirts. Yes, that no one's gonna wear. Exactly. We could only hope. Yeah, exactly. Uh, all right, everybody. That's it for today's show. A dozen. We only need to print up a dozen, like a dozen. of them, because for a dozen of listeners. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you follow us on Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. Thanks again for hanging out. We'll see you next time. Later.